This is the FM Gold Channel of All India Radio. In the weekly program Money Talk, now we bring you a discussion on merger of Dena Bank and Vijaya Bank with Bank of Baroda. The participants are AK Bhattacharya, economic analyst, and Arya Madan Mohan, journalist. Ashok ji, welcome to the program. Thank you. So today we are talking about the bank mergers that uh, just happened uh, yesterday went into effect effectively Dena Bank Vijay Bank and of course Bank of Baroda so in your just step back a second and say what is the background to these mergers and uh, why does the government believe they are necessary well there are a couple of points that uh, drove the government uh, towards this path of mergers one is that uh, there were too many banks there were 21 public sector banks in this country and the belief in the government was that probably it would be better to have fewer banks and stronger banks and the idea of merging three banks into one uh, was to reduce the number of 21 public sector banks into that 19 public sector banks so that was the purpose number two was a few of the banks were not doing too well they were actually under the government's prompt corrective action which essentially meant that they were so overburdened with the non performing assets or sticky loans loans that could not be recovered now there that burden was so much that they could not undertake fresh lending and the deposits and the depositors were feeling insecure so the rbi did was they put them under what is called a prompt corrective action now some of these banks which once they are put under prompt corrective action you cannot either grow or wind down you have to stay where you are and probably face a very uncertain future so the government felt that with this merger you have a strong bank which is the bank of baroda you have a reasonably performing bank which is the vijaya bank then you have a dena bank which is was under the prompt corrective action not doing well so the government decided to merge the three into one so that was the second reason the third reason was that try to target your fresh capital into an entity which can take care of the new challenges in a new environment more in a manner that can probably grow expand and serve its customer base well so these are broadly the three reasons why the government thought of these mergers just one final point this is probably the first three bank merger that this country has seen in the public sector space we have seen in the past two bank mergers we have seen new bank of india getting merged into punjab national bank we have seen global trust bank being merged into oriental bank of commerce but this is the first time that we have got three banks bank of baroda vijay bank and dena bank they all merged into one entity and the two of the entities have lost their identity vijay bank and dena bank so they have been subsumed in a larger bank which is called the bank of baroda so ashok ji you said about the this thing i mean we're not looking at the actual which was really an amalgamation right because there were already some holdings which uh, state bank of india had in its associate banks which was the five hbbj etc so that is a simpler process because yeah, the systems yeah. were common etc etc yeah, et yeah, yeah. but in the case of the bob that's the bank of baroda now you take a strong bank and you mix in a weak bank and you mix in another smaller but reasonably strong bank with different geographic spreads what is the 
effect on a strong bank like BOB? Will it not impact its capital ratios and lending going forward? Well, to some extent, you're right, it will. Its capital adequacy will be under some sort of stress. But remember that the government has also recapitalized the merged entity by pumping in around 5,000 crore of rupees. So that should take care of the new entity, which uh, will be neither under PCA, but on the contrary, it will actually be able to expand its operations as it was earlier planning to do. And Bank of Baroda is a strong bank. And the fact of the matter is is that uh, Vijaya Bank has a very strong retail exposure. Now, as a result of Vijaya Bank getting merged into this Bank of Baroda and Dena Bank coming in, the merged entity has got a retail exposure of 20%, which is a very, very good healthy sign because it is in the retail side that you make more money, your margins are much higher. So instead of the corporate banking, your retail banking is one-fifth of your total book is of retail lending and so therefore I think that's a very positive you have a 33% of your total your deposits is what is called CASA CASA is a current account and savings account so once again it's a positive sign because these are relatively cheap money and it can be redeployed in sectors and if they're retail sector they get more returns so, Rukji, the say, for example, Dena Bank, it was a problem bank. It was under the prompt corrective action, the PCA of the government, and it was unable to make any loans. So, it's it's basically the people who wanted to take loans from it, the customers, were suffering. Now, you have a situation where this bank has joined into BOB, has been merged into it. So, presumably, the customers are rejoicing because now they can avail of loans from this entity. Customers will rejoice with their idea. Customers will now come under overall supervision of a completely revamped manager. Management. Remember that the Dena Bank CEO and the Vijay Bank CEO are not there anymore in this new entity. They have been redeployed elsewhere so that the merger process is smooth so that there is no problem in the chain of command. So customers of Dena Bank will certainly feel that they have an access to a larger bank, but they have to submit themselves to the prudential norms that the new entity will obviously expect them to follow. So basically, you're taking three banks. Uh, Fortunately, here you've got less geographic uh, overlaps, but there must be some degree of overlapping perhaps at headquarter level. What is the impact on employment likely to be? Well, there will be some overlap. There's no doubt about it. There will also be a sense of uh, little discontentment, particularly in the rank and file of Vijaya Bank, because that was a bank which is doing well. And uh, so Vijaya Bank employees might feel that, oh, what did I do that my entity got subsumed into a bank or other entity. So these are manpower issues. Uh, these are marketing synergies. These are issues. So I think, you know, the next couple of years will be challenging time for the new management. There will be overlapping of functions. I mean, you cannot possibly have technology officers of three banks and being used at three technology officers. There are similarly, there are various functions in the bank where you need to have instead of three such roles being performed by three different persons, there will be only one person who performs. So there will be redeployment, rationalization of workforce. And I think from that rationalization will also come the benefits and the economies and the efficiency gains of this merger exercise. So we have now the first of these mega mergers happening. Is the government planning more? And I believe, I mean, with strong banks, say Canada Bank and Bank of India, etc., taking over other smaller but less stable entities. And do you expect this to be done in a big bang or will it be a slow process? Because if this process is saving the government money in terms of uh, capital infusion, then it's a very good idea, isn't it? No, I would uh, reserve my comment there. What I would say is this, that a merger is a difficult idea. 
because in a merger you need adequate attention to minor details like synergies competitive areas of the different merged entities how do you exploit those synergies in the case of the three banks as i mentioned earlier that there will be an issue about one not too well bank being merged into two banks which are doing well so there would be those management issues will be immense uh, but at the same time from a technological point of view the merger will be very easy because all the three banks use the technology base the finacle is the same so the cbs the central banking system it follows the financial platform which is the same so i think uh, that merger will be no such problems future mergers i think one has to be very very cautious because uh, it is a question of culture it's a question of synergies it's a question of cost advantages and also is a question of taking an option which is probably less painful but can lead to a long term suffering there are some other quite interesting aspects of this which is that um, the private sector banks like uh, axis bank they have recently said that they are also keen to look at psps public sector banks to take over if they are available at the right price so presumably now everyone is getting interested in picking up assets on the cheap or, or perhaps pull businesses really so do you see this going anywhere well i think this is not the last merger that we have seen in the banking space in the private sector space also you have got seen many mergers you saw the kotak mahindra bank taking over vaisa bank so hdfc bank has acquired many smaller banks so i don't think uh, this is the last merger that we are seeing i think what uh, we and as you rightly pointed out sbi also saw that associated banks merger i mean which i forgot to include in my preliminary observations i think you will see more mergers and if axis bank is looking at uh, opportunities i would not be surprised uh, that uh, there are many public sector banks there are 19 public sector banks as i mentioned so they are waiting to be picked but then please remember the pecking order has changed i mean you know you have a situation where sbi is continues to be the number one bank the number two bank in the country is hdfc bank and the number three bank is the bank of baroda now yes and it has left punjab national bank way behind punjab national bank is the second largest public sector bank but it is no is no longer so also so not uh, it had its own set of problems, problems. problems yes so therefore i think you are seeing a new banking order so to say that itself will create some energies but at the same time we need to be cautious because the advantages of synergies cost advantages efficiencies these are all very important issues so just stepping back from this uh, process in relation to india basically abroad during the financial crisis after that america and uk and everyone said we should actually have fewer large banks because we don't want a too big to fail kind of psychology where does this leave us in terms of mergers to create large banks isn't this going in the opposite direction no i think we aren't uh, anywhere closer to a situation where we need to worry about too large to fail uh, kind of situation i think our banking uh, sector spread is uh, quite even it is not concentrated in a few banks for example the number of branches the new entity will have around close to 10000 branches and they're cutting across uh, the country so i don't see that uh, we are as yet in a position where we need to worry about agglomeration of banks into a few who can be a systemic risk for uh, the financial sector but at the same time as you rightly pointed out we need to be conscious of this risk that we cannot create particularly in the financial sector create entities that become so large that they themselves become a systemic risk yes in terms of the uh, nbfcs now the nbfcs are under stress due to various reasons 
and the banks had actually, to a great extent, been able to step in. So presumably, with the NBFC slightly down at the moment, this bank's health is very important. So when do you expect the NPA problem to be diminished sufficiently for banks to really start pushing loans, etc., in a very considered matter, that is? Uh, I think the process has started in a sense that the insolvency in bankruptcy code has already become operational. There are quite a few companies which have actually changed hands. There are many cases which have gone to the NCLT or the National Company Law Tribunal and while it is being heard there, the borrowers have come forward and they have sought to withdraw their entire case and settle the dues. So the borrowing behavior has changed. So I see that the long-term impact from, let's say, from year or two years, you see that the banks are in better health, provided that banks don't accumulate more NPAs in the meanwhile. Now, today's Supreme Court order obviously is uh, it still needs to be studied what its impact going to be because the Supreme Court order has declared the February 2018 circular ultra-virus. Yes. So, I think its impact on insolvency resolution will have to be studied to what extent the banks will continue to recover their dues from the stressed loan accounts is something that we have to wait and watch and see how it plays out. And finally, element of the employment. What happens in the medium term when you have a number of different um, axes basically running together at the same time with the bank mergers, potentially more efficiency plays by the bank's automation? So does employment suffer? Where does the excess employment go? Does that can My sense is that the banks merge then surely some kinds of job go away. But at the same time, if the overall pie increases, I would say that new jobs are created, but they may not be in the same areas. So reskilling, reskilling. Therefore, the need is to how you can actually redeploy, retrain, and reskill people. So I think this will be also a lesson of sorts. Both the SBI and the Swiss Bank's merger and this Bank of Baroda Vijaya Bank Dynamic merger will tell us how these mergers have actually used the principle of redeployment, reskilling, and retraining of the existing staff. And to what extent they, in spite of total number of jobs not growing, but uh, at least it is not led to retrenchment or unemployment. So overall, I guess good news and we need to uh, watch. To be watchful and be cautious. Thank you very much. Thank you. You were listening to a discussion on merger of Dana Bank and Vijaya Bank with Bank of Baroda. The participants were A.K. Bhattacharya, economic analyst, and Arya Madan Mohan, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. You can also listen to this program on our website newsonair.nic.in. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.